Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and psychologically damages Mac again for every movie, show, one shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter, hopefully, at MCU underscore Rewind. And you can rate us on whatever podcast app you are currently using, which is the best thing you can do for any podcast. And with that, today's episode is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5, Episode 10, Past Life. Original air date, February 2nd. 2018. And here's a rundown of what happens in this episode. The Zephyr docks back in the lighthouse and Cassius walks in and sees Sonara hanging dead. The Shieldies are not on the ship, but make it into the lighthouse using one of the inhuman containment pods. Cassius realizes that the Shieldies plan to go back in time, so he decides to go all out and kill them before they can do that. He gets some odium, which is the stuff his family uses to kill themselves before losing a war, and gives it to the inhuman trainer guy. It makes him super strong and violent for a short time before killing him. The shieldies take care of loose ends before trying to go back in time. They rescue all the humans and inhumans that Cassius has held captive. Yo-Yo goes to save the inhuman Cassius has revived, and turns out it's Yo-Yo, a future Yo-Yo, if you will. Future Yo-Yo fills in a little bit of info, uh, but not a, a ton. Uh, she reinforces that they are stuck in a time loop and they can't change Coulson's decisions. The team decides to save Coulson's life and it ruins everything. They need to let Coulson die to save the future. Also, Future Yo-Yo tells present Yo-Yo to leave her behind, then reveals she doesn't have arms. After learning about the Time Rock, Flint makes a new one. Since the Shieldies uh, keep winning against Cassius, uh, he kills future Yo-Yo in front of Mac, then drinks the Odium. Mac is getting his ass kicked until Simmons shows up with the doohickey to make him not hear anything. Then Mac finishes uh, the fight with his shotgun axe. No more Cassius. Daisy doesn't think she should go back in time. Coulson decides to ice her out and force her to go back in time with them. Deke separates from the Shieldies and goes to help Enoch secure the time machine. He arrives just in time to save Enoch from being killed by a Kree, but not in time enough to stop the time machine from getting a little messed up. Uh, they realize that they can't power the time machine, but Enoch uses his own battery to power it, uh, and then Enoch explains that uh, he will blow up after he dies, which means that Deke will die also. Uh, it's a race to the finish, and we don't see who all made it back in time, because not everyone was in the room. And the episode ends with Tess and Flint talking, hoping that they all made it back in time. Now they just keep living in their horrible, horrible future. Oh, you ended on a down note. <laughs> the episode ended on a down note. Yes. <laughs> no, the episode ended optimistically. We'll talk about it. Oh. All right. <laughs> all right, moving on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Town. Right on, little dude! You got super speed! I do? You didn't see that coming? Go ahead, Al. I know you're super prepared after last week. That was embarrassing. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, so this episode is titled Past Life, and it's titled that because 
the Shieldies all go back to, I guess, their their past lives. They they try to to go back in time. Um, Yo-Yo, future Yo-Yo, sees her past, mm-hmm. which is, is still in this future. Um, so that, that's a past life, essentially. Um, try and think what other what other past lives exist. Um, Cassius sees a possibility of changing the past and his father's life if he could stop the Shieldies from going to the past. Yeah, I, I guess there's that. But yeah, but he also takes the odium, ensuring that he's about to die because he's just angry. So, well, I mean, hmm. in one way to think about time travel, if he kills the Shieldies <laughs> and time does change, which we know watching from the outside of the MCU that it doesn't work that way. But if time did change, then he would never have to take the odium. It wouldn't be a problem. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but he's wrong. So anyway, um, yeah, that was one of my two Easter eggs. The other one was Superhero Landing number 125. Um, goes to Cassius. He got Superhero Landing after he took what I call the evil juice to fight and then jumped down <laughs> to fight Mac. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a good name for it. Yeah. Odium. Odium is a real thing, right? <laughs> I think so. I, I didn't mean, it look it up. That. That's just what he said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, odium is a word. It's a noun. It's a general feeling of widespread hatred or distress directed towards somebody. So. Okay. I, th- that makes sense of like a thing that you drink and makes you super angry and, and fighting and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Prove it. Prove what? That you're Peter Parker. I don't carry an ID with me, you know. It kind of defeats the whole anonymous superhero thing. I saw you. You're a hero. A for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... I have, the first group I have is the Shieldies, formerly known as the Earth Shieldies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this one was a little harder to separate into yeah. groups because they kind of separate and come back. And uh, But yeah, all right, yeah, let's let's start with this group that you have. Who, who yeah. are, wh- which ones are these? I mean, this, st- <laughs> well, okay, so it's Coulson, May, Daisy, and Deke. Technically, Fitzsimmons okay. comes with them too, but they split off real early. So, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, so I like, you know, I'm I do enjoy self-referential callbacks. We have not seen a containment <laughs> cube since last season, <laughs> since the middle of last season, probably. <laughs> but they yeah, use I... it to sneak into the lighthouse. Yeah, well, I mean, this was the first time they flew in a Zephyr this season too, right? So. There's that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's been a while since we've seen a lot of stuff. Although we see the Zephyr, right? In um, Rewind, in the Fitz-centric episode. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, there's... Uh, okay, you're right. I did forget about that. Yeah, they, they had to fly it out of the base. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I like how they use the containment module. Um, I do like the callbacks that they have... Um, I'm always confused by like present technology meeting future technology. How does the like airlock work? Do they just have to <laughs> hold their breath, or all all the air is 
being sucked out because there's not a seal. Uh, that's, yeah, that's a good point, right? Like, is there is there like a standard technology thing? How does yeah. how does that work? Does this does does this containment pod know how to work with that standard technology? Um, uh, yeah, no idea. Absolutely yeah. no idea. I've always been curious about that, like watching Star Trek. I mean, these cultures obviously finding strange new worlds and civilizations. These cultures have never met each other a lot of times. How do their airlocks mm-hmm. and technology work well together? It doesn't make sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, on one hand, the lighthouse is was made by humans, right? It was made on Earth. Yeah. But we also don't know how much the Kree have added to it over time. That's true. And presuming it was all designed by Fitzsimmons, they're like, well, at some point, we know that we're going to have to connect the containment module to the outside of the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. So we'll just make it uh, so it fits. That's good. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. they do have to remember. That's the thing that they do. They, they Bill intended it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, as they get there and they're discussing stuff, Deke is concerned that the Shieldies will abandon humanity. Um, which Coulson <laughs> makes a promise that they won't leave until humanity is in control of the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. He could have just have committed himself to a prolonged, like, siege warfare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he could have, but he was pretty sure that they were just right about to win. It, it felt like, like, uh, they were about that they were about to crescendo on, on that. So I, I think, I think he, he was, I think he was pretty confident. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do they know how many Kree are on the, um, lighthouse? <laughs> Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, we don't know. Yeah. But it's sure possible that they have a general idea. Oh, sorry. No, you're right. They have a general idea. I think it's possible between Deke's knowledge and Simmons working as a servant to Cassius, they might have an idea of how many are there. Mm-hmm. Plus, um, when Fitz was there as the the... I forgot what what he called himself, right? What that name yeah. was when he was the the bad guy. Um, he could have gotten some inside information too. That's true as well. Yeah. So maybe there are only like twenty five Cree, and they're like just running out. Yeah, I mean, let's say two or three per level. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many levels there are, but it can't be that many. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, so they're they're real close. Well, and then like we know from Cassius's actions in this episode that he's starting to get desperate. He knows that they're going to lose. Coulson, May, Daisy, and Deke uh, go free more humans. I like Deke's reaction that guns are cheating. You should only get one if you're sure they're like a really really good person. <laughs> yes, I mean yeah. yeah, they they are cheating. I mean especially when you think about how much fighting he's done in his life. <laughs> it's like oh wow this fight was so much easier now with a gun yeah mm-hmm. i mean he's never shot a gun before because they've been banned for humans mm-hmm. yeah exactly so yeah and and i agree with what yeah, yeah. <laughs> so does may <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah and then the last thing with just this section these guys is <clears throat> uh evil juice man who we see um, Cassius gave him some evil juice, some odium, uh, attacks Daisy and Coulson, and actually stabs Coulson, 
Um, and Daisy takes them out in like 30 seconds. So I guess the Kree were intimidating at the beginning and now they're just less and less. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, yes, they were intimidating at the beginning because they were, whenever we saw them, you know, they had some numbers, they had weapons. Now the humans definitely have numbers plus weapons, mm-hmm. plus training and working together and, yeah, right? Like, every problem is intimidating when you only think about the problem. But when you start, you know, taking things down, start, like, actually figuring out, like, how would I deal with this problem? Uh, yeah, you can you can tackle it, you know, piece by piece. Yeah. Uh, also, I think they killed all of the really big Kree. Now that they're just down at the normal human-sized Kree. <laughs> that is true also because all it's... the Kree were giant except for like Cassius and Sonara and a couple others mm-hmm. yeah yeah because I mean yeah it's at the beginning that's what they all were they were just the huge ones yeah. so yeah alright um, let's see do we want to talk about Mac, Fit, Simmons, and Flint or do we want to talk about Yo-Yo uh, let's do Yo-Yo yeah let's, let's do that that middle yeah yeah so Tess reveals that there's another inhuman being resurrected or an inhuman so yo-yo goes to save her them not knowing mm-hmm. it's her mm-hmm. and then who do they find out they find future yo-yo oh um yeah who has lived a terrible 70 years because she did what we talked about last week and she's been buckied they kill her and bring her back and kill her and bring her back yeah, yeah, the, to to get information out of her, which, I mean, first of all, sucks for her. Mm-hmm. Second, kind of feels like, I, I know that they wanted to make this a cool reveal, but I kind of feel like, given how many times she implied that they were doing this, I feel like Cassius would have thought about doing it sooner. Um, did, did Cassius know that Yo-Yo is an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Or just, no, just that- an inhuman? I think they just knew she was inhuman because okay. I, so this is my head again. First of okay. all, he was surprised to see Yo-Yo in the episode we covered last week when he was like Elena uh, Rodriguez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, I bet they just have a drawer full of inhumans or people who were like important. So he might've known like, Oh, she was one of the people who like led the humans after Earth was destroyed, not knowing she was an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. or even one of these six agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because, you know, Mm -hmm. there were others. (laughs) True. Okay. All right. That that makes sense. Yeah, because, like, he only knows probably Daisy, right? By name. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like... Because they they kind of have that clip of her. Well, no, I don't know if he has the clip. Um, but yeah, you're you're right. He Daisy's probably the only shield shieldy mm-hmm. that that he knows of by name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. Yeah. So um, yeah, poor future yo yo. Um, she's yeah, she's knows she's stuck in a time loop. She can't change anything. She can't even change the words that she's saying. Hmm. She probably should. She knows what she said last time. She can say a different thing this time. Like, I mean, I know she's miserable and nothing in this way, but 
I'm like, if I were there, I would just say refrigerator in the middle of my sentence. <laughs> just knowing that I didn't say it last time. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do something different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, it, that's the one that bothers me the most. Like she she knows. <laughs> like you can say like you can try and say something different that will make you consider breaking out of the loop if you know how to break out of the loop. Like I, yeah. I don't know. That that that's the one I that just it, it gets me the most because you you have time to think about it. You can change. You can change that piece specifically. Honestly, yeah. they can change every piece, but some things they don't want to because they kind of need to make sure that things happen again so that they can go back in time. Yeah, I mean that's true. But she's like the th- my reading of future yo-yo is she is so beaten down and in despair. She's like, what's the point of even trying to change it? it true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, given what she's been through of being killed and then resurrected multiple times. Yeah, that'll break you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I mean, like last week, I was sick for a day from getting a, a shot. And like, oh, God, I just, I was broken down just for that, the mm-hmm. one day. Ugh. Yeah, and what's the point of even trying to change the future? Exactly, at that point. Like, oh, everything sucks, just let it burn. Uh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so... Yeah, so Yo-Yo reveals why, what they need to do to let um, the future not be so crappy is by letting Coulson die. Yeah. I mean, she at least she told them that. Like, hey, that's yeah. that's how you fix it. Yeah. Okay. That's That's something that's more than what they needed before or what they mm-hmm. knew before. Um, I didn't see. Is she restrained in any way, Future Yo-Yo? Uh, she is. Um, okay. like her leg, I think was uh, was like handcuffed. Like okay, the good to know because I was like, I'm. Sur- I don't know why Yo-Yo didn't bring Future Yo-Yo with her because worst case scenario, she has a better future, eventually. Like hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Instead assuming, of being killed in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Assuming. Yeah. That this is you and you are predestined to do that, you might want to give yourself a chance eventually. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Like, I know she's, like we just said, right? She was, you know, broken down, all that stuff. But like, but you can get out of that situation. Yeah. So, But if she was chained, that seems like an insurmountable obstacle. So yeah, just leave her there. (laughs) Yep, that's true. Yeah, there's no way to break that chain. It's, um, it's Cree metal. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Inhuman proof. Inhuman proof. Yep. yep. It's it's definitely well, we know it's not adamantium. Possibly vibranium. I mean there's big hunks of vibranium out there in space. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. At least one. All right. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, we'll talk about I think we'll talk about what uh future yo yo's fate when we talk about Mac later. Mm-hmm. Yep. Speaking of, should we talk about the other group of shieldies? Yeah. Um, I like (laughs) dramatic Fitzsimmons. Uh, Flint and Mac are talking about the past and stuff like that. And uh, Flint doesn't even know how to build a time machine. And then Fitzsimmons come out of the dark. We'll show you how. (laughs) (laughs) Is that part 
of S.H.I.E.L.D. training. Because now we've seen <laughs> Fitzsimmons do it. In the premiere episode of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, we saw um, Coulson do it. Uh, it's like Nick Fury's go-to move. <laughs> it's a part of the training. It's like, wait for your moment. Yeah, I, I'm sure, like, when we see Nick Fury next in the Secret Invasion show on Disney+, mm-hmm. Plus, uh, he's going to do it, like, every other episode. I'm, I'm positive. <laughs> every um, <laughs> Why not just every scene he's in? Like, we know he's, like... <laughs> <laughs> he's just waiting around every single corner for a character to be talking. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Every, every time that's how he, that's how he, he enters. Uh, except the one time will someone will sneak up on him. So it has to start on him. Well, yeah. I mean, I think if Contessa Valentina de Fontaine, I feel, I feel like I'm missing a letter, a word, Allegra de Fontaine. Probably. I don't. Tony, um, I don't know. I, I still just call her Contessa. <laughs> One of these days, I'll learn it. Do you think they are going to like have, uh, like, I don't know, shadow offs? Like they'll just keep appearing from the shadow to have a conversation at different angles. <laughs> uh, yes, I do think that. Okay, yes. cool. <laughs> no, that's not her thing, right? She doesn't. She doesn't no, answer that just, way. Well, we haven't she, seen her do that. No, she just walks in. Yeah. Like, oh, we didn't Yeah, cuz she's like a yeah, she, she's like a I own the place kind of person, right? Like she, she just walks in. But yeah. Who well, like there isn't anyone else as mysterious as Fury. Like dramatic as Fury, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yet. We'll see. <laughs> True. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's always I feel time. like maybe that's a Blade thing cuz like the only moment of Blade we've had so far is him talking off screen in the Eternals. It's that's true, yeah, and and it's kind of even um, gotten a little more meta too, right? Because like, as far as a movie goes, we still haven't even seen anything about it, and they keep kind of like restarting it. So even that's a little dramatic. Uh, with uh, you know, will they, won't they, even make a Blade movie? Uh, I think it will happen. I'm oh, just yeah, hoping it won't be <laughs> bad because of how many restarts. Uh, yeah, but hey, you know, whenever you get to start fresh, you get to ignore everything that was done before. So, yeah, it's good or bad, That's usually good. both. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. So Simmons, we get another scene with Simmons teaching a inhuman how to use a power, even though she has no frame of reference. Uh. Because she's like focused yeah, on. She... <laughs> She she must understand something about humans, inhumans, that we don't, I guess, right? Because I think we, we, we've talked about this in the past, where she she seems to just do the same thing each time. Like, yeah, focus on this. Like, oh, does she just assume that they can feel some kind of force that we don't know? Like, in this case, that Flint can feel the rocks, mm-hmm. like the inside of the rock. that, And, like, I would never have thought that he could just do that like that he has that mindset to see the rock the inside of it i guess Um, or is simmons taking all her inhuman teaching powers from the way the force is taught in the star wars movies (laughs) maybe or okay or hear me out something that we didn't see is simmons also an inhuman and her power is to teach other inhumans how to use their powers Possibly, I think I think that's actually the best bet. 
Okay. Uh, All right. We didn't see every moment of the time she was on the other planet. She could have gone through Chair Genesis. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And she came out and she was like, well, I don't feel any different. And after all this time, she hasn't noticed any powers. So, like, mm-hmm. I guess she just assumes that she doesn't have any powers. Like, you know, like that one inhuman uh, that she doesn't know about, the one in Hawaii. Oh, no, wait. He ended up not in Hawaii. He ended up still on the moon. So, yeah, she definitely doesn't know about him. I don't know which Inhuman you're talking. Oh, oh, oh I know the the brother about. from the Inhumans TV show. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name. Maximus. Yeah. Yes, Maximus. I thought you were, for a second. I thought you were talking about that Inhuman who went through Terra Genesis twice and is at the bottom of the ocean and never spoken about again. Oh yeah, forgot about him. <laughs> like everyone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and... He would be a great callback, but no, no one ever talks about him. <laughs> Not yet true all my best oh that should be my prediction for uh quantumania who's the uh the unexpected character to show up is that one inhuman guy no one remembers from season four of shield (laughs) four or three there you go i don't even know uh three wait hold on three no i don't think i'll go with that also (laughs) after you and law convinced me to Put like Philip J. Colson as my person. Uh, <laughs> uh, nope, I'm not. I'm not going to do that anymore unless I'm really confident. So maybe <laughs> that's probably for the best. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I just I couldn't think of anyone, uh, so I just went with my standard answer of someone from the show. Yeah, <laughs> and I will probably keep doing that even if I can think of someone. So we'll see. Anyway, spoiler alert for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Um, Coulson and Mac don't show up <laughs> in that <laughs> movie. True. They do not. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they send Flint on a spacewalk to reassemble the monolith. Luckily, it's all within range of his powers, which we don't know what the range is, but looking at the destruction of Earth, that's a pretty big area <laughs> that these rocks could be. Yeah, uh, it could, uh, um... I mean, it's possible that the lime because it was specifically limestone that they needed, mm-hmm. right? Like maybe the the because the lighthouse is embedded in some giant rock. Maybe it was just from there. Maybe he just pulled it out of that. Yeah, we do see him pulling like dust out of, or like gravel or something out of the limestone in the walls when reconstructing the monolith. Oh, so. Mm-hmm. okay. So yeah, maybe it was that. Do we, or have we? ever gotten an origin for the monoliths um so is up until now no we have not um there is some stuff that happens later in the show i don't know how much they go into the details um Honestly, I think they keep it like super vague because they just didn't care. Like it was Tony, you and I have talked about that storyline and how much we just did not get it when they made it. So we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Um, since we'll have to be, uh, we will have to rewatch it. <laughs> so okay. maybe we'll pay more attention to it or less attention, um, which which happens sometimes. Yes, I just popped just to refresh my memory. I popped into the MCU <laughs> wiki, and yeah. It is part of that season that I don't remember very well. <laughs> oh, okay. 
All right. Um. Yeah. So he recreates the monolith, and uh, then Flint decides he's going to stay in the future because he has more work to do. So, bye, Flint. Uh, all right. I mean, that's not a horrible thing. Like, yeah, he can go back and you know probably do stuff like grow up and enjoy some amount of life. Um, but at the same time, he grew up here. He has these powers. He can help humanity he uh-huh. probably should all right he'll stay here and like be their hero essentially right yeah so all right that's probably for the best and then there's two ways to think about it if the shieldies change the past then he never lived his life he might not even exist but if he doesn't mm-hmm. he needs to be able to in his mind lead humanity because that's what he thinks he is now their leader which isn't wrong uh, yeah, pretty much. Like at a minimum, he his powers are enough to. I guess I don't know. Maybe even build a planet. Maybe he could rebuild Earth. I mean, at the end of the episode, Tess is, gives him that you know like Earth globe thing and says, "Yep, there's your blueprint." Yeah, I had that in um, the only part of guy in the chair, but <laughs> uh, yeah, that part. Are we supposed to believe that he's going to rebuild the Earth? And if he does. Like, it's not going to bring back life or water or the rest <laughs> of the atmosphere. Well, maybe there's another Inhuman that can do that. Maybe. <laughs> maybe yeah, the yeah, Eternals are floating around <laughs> in space right now. Because um. <laughs> isn't that uh, Cersei's power? Like, she can make things into other things? Uh, she, she can. Um, I guess we don't know... How many of them, if any, can make uh can live in space? Also, uh maybe after Earth was destroyed, that celestial what's his name? Erisham? Maybe he yeah. just showed up and was like, All right, well, yeah, come back, Eternals. Um you can well, what'd you say, Tiamat? Tiamat is a new baby Tiamat. eternal. Erisham's Oh yeah, yeah, the baby. Okay, yeah. So maybe Erisham showed up and was like, All right, well Tiamat's dead. Um, so let's go and try and do this thing on a different planet. And then you wipe their memories again and all that stuff. Yeah, if they even survived, frankly. Oh, yeah, that's true. He could have just left them there. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll make more. All right, you, that's you fine. failed. You failed protecting the Earth. So <laughs> why would we want them back? Yeah, yeah. We'll just we'll give you the same memories and wipe you fresh, uh, like every other time, I guess. Uh-huh. So really. We it's it's like we always have you back. It's yeah, because it's the same same state that they start at. So yeah, okay. <laughs> um yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Deke uh-huh. goes to save Enoch, who is building the time machine. So Deke, I guess, becomes a hero for the first time ever. Something selfless. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he he says that he will try and help the Shieldies, and he's going to risk his life to do it, right? Because mm-hmm. Enoch is fighting off Kree. And also, Deke has absolutely no idea how many Kree are making their way over there. So That's right. true. But it's okay, because now he knows how to use a gun. And it's like cheating, so... He it is like cheating. Yeah. But I guess, like, it's worth cheating if it's to save the world or the girl who annoys you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. 
Yeah, Deke shows ju- shows up just in time to shoot the Kree, but not before uh, the Kree hack into Enoch. <laughs> so yeah, mm-hmm. so, so they've got to hook up Enoch to the machine so he could power it. Meanwhile, exploding and killing everyone nearby, which is most likely Deke. Woo! Well, woo for everyone except Deke, I guess. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Poor, poor Deacon Enoch, who we'll never see again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, Enoch I mean, we might, because Enoch was in the past, but Deke's definitely gone. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that version of Enoch dead, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, but yeah, we could see Enoch again. Uh huh. Well, I mean, so could the shield. It's just not that Enoch. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Daisy tries to stay in the future to prevent the past, which is her future in the present. Anyway, Coulson doesn't agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he would have been uh, like, given what they know, he would have been like, she would have been right. But at the same time, they don't know everything that happened. Like, it's just guessing. It's making assumptions. So, like, yeah, there's no point in her staying in the future. Yeah, that's true. But, like, if they can change the future, not having her there uh, really at least makes sure that Quake isn't blamed for the end of the world. Yeah, uh, true. (laughs) That would be a different time loop. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. (laughs) You would change that part. Yeah. Yeah. And also, we see at a different moment that Coulson, we get look at his chest, he's got a bad infection on his chest. Yep. Yeah. So Not looking that's, good for him. Yeah. Future Yo-Yo said he's going to die, and he's already dying. So maybe they should leave him in the future. Yeah, then they don't have to worry about it. That would have been the safer thing. Yeah, that's true. All right, and then going on to Mac, uh, his independent thing where he's a, um, Cassius uses future yo-yo as a bait for a trap for Mac. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Honestly, Cassius just kind of got lucky that Mac was the one going around, right? Like, Cassius could have done that with any of the shieldies, and it would have it would have been bait for them. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean. Although, are you saying, like, if uh, Fitz walked in and saw Yo-Yo there, he would just shrug, oh, good luck, because he's not in love with Yo-Yo? <laughs> no, that, that's what I mean. Like, Fitz would have stayed and tried to help her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Kasaias takes some evil juice, and then they fight! Mm-hmm. And then there's a fight scene that we are super good about talking about fight scenes. There was a left hook and the right hook, and then this stabby stab with the axe, because... Um, Simmons puts the worm thing in his ear. Yeah. Um, that was just enough to distract him while Mac picked up his shotgun axe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then turned around the axe and instead of using it in a slashing motion, he used it in a stabbing motion through his chest. Yeah. You know, that's the thing about axes that people forget. They're so versatile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He uses a spear, a gun, an axe, a toothpick, mm-hmm. um, a rat, 
Exterminator. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Probably other it things. It chops, it, it slices, it dices, uh, it, all that stuff. Can it julienne fries? <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. Um, okay. I'm sure there's a way it can, but I have no idea how. Cool. <laughs> um, and then Mac uh, is distraught until he sees present Yo-Yo. But they don't have time to talk about what just happened. <laughs> yeah, they'll talk about that later. Yeah. But, yep. But they run to the uh, to the, the, the time... The monolith, that's right. The time monolith. <laughs> and then we don't know who, if they make it back or not. The end until, well, for us, like four <laughs> months. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that, what that means later, listeners. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah. Um, so, okay, that, that's pretty much it with the heroes. Although I did want to bring one other thing up uh, about yeah. Fitz. Um, so there was a scene where the, uh, let's see, Fitz, Simmons, Mac, and Flint were like in a room while Simmons was explaining to Flint, like, hey, you're going to need to make this thing, uh, right? When she was doing her, uh, you know, she was being the inhuman whisperer. Uh, she was using her, her powers. Um, Fitz was just like setting up some string or whatever around the room uh and then some Cree show up and then he like pulls whatever and it it just kills the three of them by like chopping off their heads mm-hmm. um simmons was like so distraught after that happened and fitz was like well yeah you got to stop them from uh you got to make them too scared to follow you right like every if every room can be booby trapped they're gonna be really slow um but like she is she is so freaked out uh, which is fair because she's never seen him do anything like that. Yeah. And kind of the last time she saw him do maybe something cruel like that, they were in the framework. So I wonder if that was some of that mindset seeping in, or at least that's kind of what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, yeah. We get hints that the darker fits from, cause yeah, they're all still affected by the framework. Yeah. Yeah. Every single one of them who had those memories of the past, yeah. Um, well, maybe not Coulson because he was just a teacher. Uh, not too much there. Um, yeah, but the rest of them. Yeah, that's true. May, yeah. eh, she's just always angry, so she's just double well, that's angry. More, that's more of the sticks problem, <laughs> not that staff. Uh, not from the framework. But yeah, bringing that up, uh, Mac uh, lost his, his daughter that never existed but it existed to him and then lost his girlfriend briefly it's just he anytime someone dies in the future i'm wondering if he's just going to question it every time like you sure (laughs) oh yeah i mean yeah okay so like we as the audience we see a character die or like Oh no, that's so sad. Wait, are they really dead? Because like, mm-hmm. c- now you know we, that's that's the comic book death, right? Like, are they actually dead or not? Um, and now Mac, I guess, will have that same thought. Like, oh, are are they actually dead? I'm I'm sad now, but I don't know. Should I stay sad or just wait a week? We'll see. I mean, I think that's part of living in a comic book universe. Uh, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, do the X-Men even mourn over people anymore? Because I feel like every character has died at least 15 times. <laughs> uh, True, yeah. But they don't always 
the same ones don't always come back, right? Because sometimes it's time travel, so they come back, but it's a different one. That first one really did die, although sometimes they're resurrected. Uh, and then right now, in the comics, the X-Men literally come back to life after they're they're killed. They're like, yeah, they have that come back to life tech. So, um, but that's the comic, so I don't know what's going on. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like, there's oh. no point in being sad anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there was actually a, a like a one-off comic I read years ago. It was Black Widow. Um, it was like one of her issues. And it had to do with just after Bucky died in, in that incarnation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and I forgot what it was. I think she was like trying to convince some journalist to not publish some paper uh, about Bucky specifically. Um, and so the, the journalist had that like, yeah, no, you're, you, you heroes, you always come back. And she said, well, not always, but like, it's worse for us because, you know, we see them die. Uh, like we feel it every mm-hmm. time that happens, but we also don't know if they're coming back. We don't know how, yeah. will they be the same person? Will they be worse? Right. So like, it's just, it's that different mindset of how into it are you? And maybe that's what it's, it's going to be like for Mac, right? Like he's like, okay, Oh no, I just saw Yo-Yo die. Well, maybe maybe she'll come back. Oh good, she's back. Oh no, well, what what other what fresh hell is this? Mm-hmm, <laughs> like true. How how did that time travel lead to this or was she a clone or what? Like uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And D, yeah, there's so many possibilities. <sighs> yeah. Yep. Poor poor Mac. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, that's all I have for the Shieldies, or the heroes. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything? Uh, same here, same here. Okay, cool. Take a quick break, and then we'll talk about some villains. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so... Stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. Excuse me, miss. You know anything about a lady blowing a hole through the roof of that blockbuster over there? Witness says she was dressed for laser tag. Tony, the future is a hellscape. What should we do? Um, go back in time and fix it? Exactly. Escape it. Escape the future by going back in time. <laughs> back to the not future. <laughs> no more two-day shipping. No more GPS directions. No more Google. No more idiot billionaires buying things you love and making them suck, probably. Just good old-fashioned stuff from the past. But how do you do it? How do you go back? Back to the not future. This is where our friends at Time Travel Excavations has you covered. You call them up on a phone, like the olden days. Then they give you instructions on where to mail a check. Four to six weeks after they receive your check, you will receive a package in the mail with instructions on how to scavenge the resources you need to escape the present time. It's like a scavenger hunt. Once you have all the materials together, you can call them back on the telephone again. And then they will cast a magic spell to whisk you away to a land that time wishes it can forget, the early 80s. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get a free 80s-themed outfit before you're sent back in time. Woo! Yeah. All right, Tony, uh, since it's the end of this uh, section, right, the, the end of this this stuff that we're doing uh, for Agents of Shield, uh, what was the theme? What, what do you think the theme was for, for these I... past 10 episodes? I have no idea, man. Okay, you made a comment once, and I thought you knew it. Uh, oh. And then a week later, you said you didn't know what it was. Uh, it's escaping. Oh, just escaping? 
Yeah, just escaping in general. I, I say escape in everyone except last okay. week's. I, I messed up, but yeah. <laughs> well, I don't like that because uh, <laughs> we recorded these back to back, so I was literally comparing it to last week's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, right. I realized after I finished reading it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whoops. Oh, well. All right. I'll do better I mean, next you, time. All right. You still had eight others. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I did. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. Well, next time at, on the next show, I'm going to like when I edit the episodes, I'm going to listen to it a few times, write down <laughs> the things we have in common. <laughs> they have in common. Now it's going to become serious. Oh, okay. I don't think you're going to do that, but okay, we'll see. I don't think so either. At, well, I might because I would have edited this episode where I heard myself talk about it. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Well, the first time I find out that you actually do that, these become way more obscure. Okay. Well, <laughs> don't do it yet. All right. Okay. I'll wait. I'll wait. Moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived. By their true nature. The hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Or Cassius. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. He's the one villain. So, yeah, he wants to resurrect Sonara. Uh, not realizing that you can't resurrect Kree? Is it something he doesn't realize, or is he just desperate to have her back? Do you think? I think it's desperation. I, I assume that he already knew it. Um, I don't know why. He, like, it probably is something that just came up. Uh, mm -hmm. And then he just wanted to force that doctor to try anyway. Like, see see what you can do. Like, what? Well, if, if you were to try... Give it a shot, but also make sure it definitely happens. I feel like that's really what he was going for there. Yeah. Or don't try to convince that doctor and kill him. Yes, that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Cassius yeah. has lost grip on reality. Uh, he's talking to uh, the corpse of Sonara as if she were alive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, he's racked with guilt. She's dead because of him. Uh, and everything that he wants mm -hmm. and now he's angry at the shieldies for taking that away from him mm -hmm. yeah or so he thinks until he realizes that they're going to go back in time <gasps> i thought i thought Cassius was going to be like or the plan was going to be or i can go back in time and stop this from happening and save sonara but no he just <laughs> just, he just wants, wants to, to kill them, them before yeah mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. But mostly, um, he says he'll go there, uh, or he'll stop them from destroying the Earth. Then the Shieldies won't be there, and his father could take over the Earth with no resistance. Um. There's a some mightiest heroes that he doesn't know about. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 If he can't take on the Shieldies, he's gonna have a a different problem <laughs> a harder problem <laughs> yeah i wonder if uh in the mcu kasai's father did invade like a year after infinity war 
and the remaining um, Avengers just fought them off. <laughs> yeah, maybe they they just they called their friend Captain Marvel that now that they know about like, hey, yeah. uh, Earth's getting invaded. Like, all right, one Again. second, and she pops over, destroys all of those ships like we saw her do in in her movie, right? Uh, and yep. then, yeah, that's probably yeah. what happened. Yeah, either that or in Far From Home, um, the scrolls say that there's a Kree sleeper cell. Um, I wonder, or that could be Kasai's father trying to invade a different way since Earth is protected. True. Yeah. Yeah. His dad would know about the Avengers. The the yeah the Avengers, all of those mighty heroes. Mm-hmm. Yep, and Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The last note I have for him is the odium. Uh, he gives it to. Is that guy just a human or is it inhuman? I think he's uh, a regular human. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does die quickly to uh, Daisy. Um, mm-hmm. But what the the Odium reminds me of um, the dark elf technology that mm-hmm. uh, they give to a character named Curse, who kind of like becomes big and strong, and apparently mm-hmm. they say is going to die, but eventually he gets sucked into a black hole anyway. But it could be that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that um... exact technology. But something around it. Yeah, same concept, right? Like, I mean, we we see that kind of thing pop up in sci-fi or whatever all the time, right? It's yeah, mm-hmm. it's this thing that like makes everything about you more adrenaline, rage-filled. You don't feel pain, uh, but you will definitely, you're definitely gonna die uh, once once the effects wear off. I mean, there was a whole two Jason Statham movies about it. Crank. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I never saw those movies, but I assume oh. he drank odium. <laughs> um, I mean, same concept. Fun fact: I'm gonna ruin the the end for you of the first film. Um, in order to stop whatever bad guys, he jumps out of a helicopter to you know shoot the the bad guys, and then mm-hmm. then he um lands on a car and then he's on the ground, and he's dead. Yep, yeah, he's completely dead. Uh, then there's a second movie with him. Well, yeah, he has. I've seen the trailers. He has like a oh, car okay. battery attached to him, right? Yep, there is. At least <laughs> until he can get his arc reactor installed. Has, I think Jason Statham is in the MCU. Uh, I mean, eventually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, isn't he? Was he? Am I remembering correctly? Wasn't he the juggernaut bitch in X Men: The Lost Stand? I genuinely don't know. <laughs> was it? Uh, guys, I, I, I know. only saw that movie once. <laughs> I knew. All right. Got to look up Jason Statham's history. What? Um, right. Yes. He, I think that's Jason Statham. Oh, my God. I don't recognize Jason Statham. I don't know if that's him. <laughs> nope. It was Vinnie Jones. Oh, Okay. <laughs> So, no, Jason Statham, not yet in the MCU. Eventually, everyone will be. There, Yeah, there, there's time. Like, he'll, yeah. he'll get there. Like, you know what? I, I pulled up his, uh, 
pulled up his IMDb right now. Let's see. He's got five upcoming things. Mm. Oh, I did not know they were doing another Expendables. He's going to be an Expendables 4. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's time. He'll, he'll be in something. Um, I can't, I can't think of what. Um, but you know what? Maybe, maybe if they decide to go a very different route when they bring Iron Fist into the MCU and they just say, the Netflix stuff doesn't count as much as I would hate it. Maybe they'll just make him um, Iron Fist. I could see that. Maybe. Um, (laughs) I just found a Game Rant list of five characters Jason Statham can play in the MCU. So let's see. Anything good? Uh, No. Oh, I know. The last one, (laughs) The Thing. The thing. So, no. The other yeah, ones no, are Darkhawk, no. Baron Blood, Pete Wisdom, and Union Jack. <laughs> who have, out of those, I've only heard of Union Jack. Same. <laughs> Technically, he was in Captain America the First Avenger as one of the Halloween Commandos, but not as Union Jack, but just... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a character with the name, the first name. Yes. Alright. Um anything else for Cassius? Or Jason Statham? <laughs> oh, I could I could keep going. No. Um no, n- nothing really. I mean Cassius, he just he gave up, right? He he got so angry with everything with the Shieldies that he decided to kill himself to be able to kill them. And it didn't work. Yep. <laughs> Sex for him. Yeah. Alright. Guy in the chair? Uh-huh. Guy in the chair. And I turn the corner and I see this guy drop his backpack. He's getting all up in his face. And right before he's about to throw the first punch, Katie comes out of nowhere, steps right between us, and starts screaming the lyrics to Hotel California. What? <laughs> it's the art of confusion. Works great on stupid people. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. I've got nothing. How about you? 12% of the plan. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% of the credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. I've been dangling over the Grand Canyon for 12 I know, hours. I know, I know, I know. You went to the Grand Canyon? He could have used your help. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I also, you know, actually, no, one, one thing I wanted to bring up, we don't have to talk about this much, um, because I think we'll talk about this more when we get to the actual season finale. Um, uh, so in, in this time, travel is weird, right? Because... Um, when the shieldies uh, all right spoiler alert shieldies do go back in time even though we don't see it that happens um shieldies go back in time but tess and flint are still there in the future right we mm-hmm. we see them at the end of the scene so that's another timeline that's going on yep. nothing has changed for them so that's it that's all i had so that's just you know one of those things where time travels just different at times or it only is possible because of the events of what happened in Loki. That that could also make sense. Um, yeah, well, it's consistent across the MCU. So they made a new timeline. I mean, 
we know yeah. from Loki, they only prune branches that would affect he who rem- remains from winning the time war or the multiverse um, war. I I don't know if that was true. I thought they pruned all of them except the mm. one main one. No, because um, they say in Loki that the Avengers were supposed to time travel, so they didn't mm-hmm. prune those those timelines. Uh, yeah, exactly. Which is why, they, like, that's something you have to assume. But everything else throughout the series, they make it sound like they prune every single one. You know, I, I got to rewatch not... that one. Yeah, I didn't get that interpretation. <laughs> okay, I will be rewatching it before Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, so okay. I'll look okay. out for that. Okay, I'll let okay. you know if I see anything. <laughs> we will argue about time travel once again, Tony. It's okay. We'll do it off air <laughs> or on air. We'll see. That's true. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, ready to rate the episode? Yes, I am. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh. What? Uh, Tony, how many time travel arguments do you give this episode? I give it uh, four and a half. I really, really enjoyed this episode. Um, I like how it's foreshadowing. I don't think it's a perfect episode. I think it's a little contrived how uh, how Deke and Enoch have to sacrifice themselves. But otherwise, I really enjoyed it. What do you give it? Yeah, uh, same. Uh, four and a half. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. When it got to the end, I was uh, unhappy that it ended. Uh, and then we have to take a break before we watch the next half of this season and all of that stuff. So, uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, four and a half. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, join us next time, guys, when we cover Jessica Jones, season two, episode one. Start at the beginning. So if any of you guys are closely following our timeline and seeing, hey, we should be covering Black Panther next. Well, Al and I decided as we cover Black Panther and considering our rules of not spoiling things that aren't out on Blu-ray, we will probably want to talk about Wakanda forever. So (laughs) uh, that would be pretty unavoidable. So we moved up Jessica Jones just to give Disney enough time to release Black Panther on Blu-ray, which I assume they will by by the time we're done with Jessica Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, just just a heads up a little bit on some of that, those the timeline. So uh, Black Panther, the first episode that we'll have, because we always do three for movies, uh, the first episode for that will drop uh, mid-March. It'll be March 13th. Uh, and then if you're curious about when we're coming back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it'll be after those three episodes of Black Panther. Uh, so that'll be at the start of April, April 3rd of 2023. Um then that's where things get weird because we do things based off of release time and agents of shield was the the only one where like we always have to cut it up because of other stuff so um in the middle of that second half of the season we will also be doing uh our review or rewind for avengers infinity war and also our 300th episode will be uh during that that timeline Mm -hmm. um so if you're curious about when these are going out when these episodes will be dropping um, just go to our website. We have them on there. 
Um, they're currently very wrong because uh, we were doing another podcast in between and we never updated those. So I will be updating those soon. If it still looks like they're wrong, send me a message on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore rewind. Uh, but hopefully sure. I will get that updated soon. Yeah. And keep an eye on MCU underscore rewind because if we do decide to go to a different social media, we'll probably post it there. <laughs> um, yes, that's true. Yes. But finally, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Last night was last night, and my past life got me here like you can never figure me out. Last night was the last time, was the last time. I never let you figure me out. Sitting here talking to myself, thinking how we used to, used to, only thing I'm used to. Last night was the last time, was the last time. Whoa. Gave me what I wanted when I needed it. Honestly, I mean it.